Welcome to Lighthouse 805 Podcast. We are in our third week of our Get Behind Me series, where we're looking at our position with Christ. This week, carrying your cross. Good morning, church family. Thank you for joining us today. I am so glad you're here. Uh, I was thinking of a story recently of just longing to be outside, being trapped indoors, and it was when I uh, went backpacking and hiking up in Death Valley, which is probably not the best place to go hiking or camping in, but uh, January, February, it's gorgeous. Uh, water's flowing down, there's streams, and there's this one hiking trail uh, leading up to Panamint City. It's this grueling hike where you're crossing ridgebacks, going back and forth between rivers, and you go up through the mountains, and it takes all day. You start at 6, 7 a.m., and you get there at night if you're booking it. Uh, most people get up halfway in camp, but it is, it is so hard. And we had trained for it, me and my buddy. And I remember starting the journey, you're sitting in your car, and you get on your backpack, and it is so heavy. It is exhausting. I had two gallons of water. I had my tent, my sleeping bag, my change of clothes, lots of snacks, unnecessary things. <laughs> Everything was just weighing down in this pack, and it was on my shoulders every step. Every step felt like it got harder and harder and harder, and it was so absurd. Getting up halfway, I remember thinking, is this ever going to end? My backpack feels like it's heavy. I just can't drink enough water and eat enough snacks for this backpack to get lighter. And, and I was thinking about this story in relation to the message today of how much baggage, how much stuff do we carry on our shoulders? How many things are weighing on our mind and our emotions that we're just taking along for the journey? Some of it's necessary we have to take with us, but a lot of it, it's unnecessary. We don't need this baggage in our life. And the whole, the whole series that we're in right now is Get Behind Me. It's about our position with Jesus, how he calls us to follow after him. Our position is behind Jesus, and when we follow after Jesus, there are benefits, there are perks, there's all these things of how our life is changed forever. And so today, we're starting week number three, Get Behind Me. This is, this is the story that's so interesting to me. This is where Jesus is sitting with his disciples, and he says, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. It's the greatest three points that Jesus says to his disciples. Give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. That's if, if, if you want to be his follower if you want to follow after him, if you want to be his disciple. He gives three basic steps. Point number one, give up your way. Jesus says if we want to be his disciple, we need to give up our own ways, then take up our cross. So what, what ways are we talking about here? Give up our ways. So A, I like when people do things my way. Man, there's nothing better than when people listen to me and they're doing what I say because I like the way things are in my life because it's my way. I want them to do it my way. And when people don't, are you kidding? Why is that happening? Why is that not going? Right, we're, we've all been there. We've all been in that boat before. It is so frustrating when you ask someone to do something and it doesn't even happen that way. Come on, right? This is what we need to give up. 
right? If someone doesn't do it our way, that's okay. Because ultimately God is calling all of us to do it his way. So when we say, I am no longer requiring people of this imaginary uh, expectations that I have built up in my mind to follow anymore, I am following after Jesus in his way, and I expect you to be doing your best to follow in Jesus in his way. It, 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 it's so freeing when we have this mindset. B, I like when things go my way. Right? There's nothing better than when things just start clicking and falling in place and the sun's out and rainbows happen and everything is going our way. But when things don't go our way, are you kidding? It is so annoying. It is so frustrating. It is draining. It's like you get in a bad attitude and then you snap at your wife for no reason. Maybe this is just personal experience, but when things don't go my way, it's frustrating. Right? Which leads us into C. And I definitely don't like things in my way, right? We're moving along, everything's good, and then some obstacle happens, some frustration happens, a meeting happens, and it's just derailing. It's like this halting thing where you just catch off guard, right? Have you ever seen the movie Ants where all the ants are carrying the food and they're, they're trucked along and they're carrying it to the hive and they're, they're building up this huge stockpile of food and then a leaf falls in the trail and the ants are like, ah! right? I don't know what to do. It's, it's, and, and as we're looking at it, we're like, you just walk around the leaf. It's not a big deal. But then when we're in their shoes and we have an obstacle fall in our way, we're the same way. It, it's, it's so silly to look at from an outside perspective, but when we're in there, it's, it's hard and it's frustrating. I, I wonder if that's how Jesus sees us sometimes, right? Like he's looking at us and we're we're like his children and we're walking and we have a little tiny branch, an obstacle fall in our life journey and we're lost. And he's like, you, uh, uh, you, you can take my hand and step over it. You can walk around it. You can keep moving. You don't have to think it's the end of the world. It, it's small. You have a long journey in front of you. Just keep going, right? It's, it's his way, not our way. I remember uh, speaking of just our ways when things don't go right. I was, we were on this cruise, I want to say maybe like two, three years ago, not during COVID times. <laughs> you know, we were on this cruise and our son, Oliver, uh, we wanted to see if he would stay in the, the kids program. It's an amazing program where they teach the kids, they do arts and crafts, and they just have a fun time playing and hanging out together. And, you know, I'm I'm like the salesperson of the family, right? My whole job is I need to convince this three-year-old child to stay in place, okay? So I'm selling them all the, like, look at this toy. You could be playing with this toy. Look at this over here. It's wonderful. You know, I'm this, I'm this car salesman of this children's program to my son in this moment. And we walk over and he sees the toy, right? You know, like every child has like a toy, and we have these, this magnet set where you can build this house at home. And I think it comes like 15 pieces, right? It's a pretty small toy. There's four walls and you can build a roof or you can, it's a magnet plastic toy. And we're on the cruise and they have not just a crate of them, but several crates. And we're talking hundreds of these magnet house pieces. And his eyes are like, and I was like, this kid's staying. 
<laughs> sold on this magnet toy. I can drop them off. We can go hang out. We're good to go, right? And so then we're building this house and he's building it and he, he loves just building things. And so he gets all the roofs and this little house turns into this mansion, starts turning into the city and then it happened, right? You, you know, if you're a parent, you know this moment. The door opens up and in walks another child right? It was just me and my kid. And another child walks in and then that child's face looks around the room, says, yeah, you know, you could just see his eyes. I see that toy. I see that toy. I see that toy. Oh, let me go over and mess with that kid, right? You know, there's always that one kid that shows up out of nowhere, right? So he walks over to Ollie. He looks at the house. He looks at Ollie. He looks at me and he had, he just has that smirk. It's like one and a half, two-year-old kid, right? And his hand goes out, just goes, and then because they're magnet toys, just go, and the whole town falls over. And my son is mid-putting on a roof to another piece, still holding the magnet, watches the whole thing crumble, looks at me, and he has the eye of, I'm going to lose my stuff, and I'm not going to cry in front of this other kid, so you better get me out of here now. He sets down the toy, and you know, you know the chin wrinkle when you're trying to hold it in? We walk out, and I was like, I lost it. I can't get this kid back. I did my best sales pitch. It was good. It was set. But then one of the best things happened tomorrow. The next day happened. You know, he was able to let go. He was able to get over all the things that happened, and we walked back in that room again the next day. Same little kid was in there knocking over all the other kids' toys, And my son walked in and and he decided that it was better to play around and just have fun. And if things fall over, it's fine. I think it's such a good life lesson for all of us. It, It doesn't have to be about our ways. Point number two, take up your cross. Take up your cross. I think it's interesting when we when we're looking at our ways and transitioning to literally saying it's not our ways. We have to get rid of our ways and we have to take up our cross. There's this interesting moment. There's this interesting pivot. This is, is our way preventing Jesus's way? Do we want the security of our way over the security of Jesus's way and what it promises? And that how we move past that is taking up our cross. So looking back at the verse one more time, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. Can we talk about the practicality of carrying a massive cross? Because the the context of this is Jesus isn't, he's not referencing, you know, a silver sterling chain with a cross medallion on it that represents hope and peace and love. That's not the context of this message, right? This verse, Jesus is saying, take up your cross. And everyone's mind was going towards, those crosses are heavy. Those crosses people die on. Those crosses you lose all sense of control and life and your everything is over. And Jesus goes, "Uh uh-huh, that's what you need to take up you need to realize everything is over. It's past. It's gone. It's, it's put on this cross to be killed. 
And so the practicality, just, just think about it. I love reading the Bible and putting myself in the shoes of these disciples. To carry a cross, you have to pick it up and put it on your shoulders, your back. And if you think about it in the sense of if we have any baggage or things that we're already carrying, the cross can't fit on our back too. Sometimes there's other things that we're carrying that we need to let go and put behind us in order to pick up the cross that God is calling us to carry. There are things that we carry and hold on to. What's, what's some baggage that maybe you need to let go of in order to follow Jesus fully? So looking at a few baggage items, if you will. A, worry. Worry is such a big baggage. It's such a burden that weighs on us. It drains us. It makes us so tired. Hiking up Panamint City in Death Valley, my pack felt like it kept getting heavier and heavier. I was convinced the person I was going with was putting rocks in my bag, right? It just kept getting heavier as I went forward. When we have worry and anxiety in our lives, it just keeps weighing on us more and more and more. It's a baggage that we have to let go and put behind us so we can take up what God is giving us, right? Worry is a huge one. B, past hurts, right? There are so many people, myself included, when someone hurts you and then you have to go forward and do something with that person, it's like you're hindered. You don't fully do it. And being a believer, it's hard to keep going in life and doing all the things we're supposed to be doing when we're dealing with past hurts that we're holding on to. Let go. Let go of what is holding you back. Let go of the baggage. You don't need to be angry at someone who said something to you 20 years ago. Just let it go, right? Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, if you want to be my follower, you have to let go of your ways and you have to carry your cross. Let go of all the baggage. We'll let go of the worry. Let go of the past hurts and see, let go of knowing everything already, right? This is, this is a big one, okay? We don't know it all, all right? If, if we knew it all, we'd be Jesus. And, and I guarantee you, I'm not Jesus. You're not Jesus. We need to let go of knowing everything already. Okay, what, what does this look like? It's, it's when, you know, the voice of God starts speaking through the Holy Spirit or through a mentor or a pastor or someone else, and you hear it and you instantly shut down because you're like, oh, I already know, I'm good, I'm good and you interrupt, right? It's like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. I, I already know it all. Really? Because the Holy Spirit was going to give you the next level, the next step, the next deepness of following Him. You, you can't just sit on the knowledge that you already have when the wisdom of God is ever pouring out to be taken up, right? Baggage, the baggage of, of an encyclopedia encyclopedia sitting in your bags, right? Do you want to go on a journey with a full volume just sitting there and never wanting to add into it, never wanting to adapt, never wanting to grow? You know, textbooks are outdated because things are always coming in. Like our mind and our knowledge, we need to realize we don't know it all and God is continuously speaking his wisdom and we need to listen. Let go of the baggage of saying, 
I'm right. I know it. I'm good. I'm done. Let it go. Just put it behind you. Also, baggage is not limited to these three. Um, I, I really want to challenge you. Identify what baggage are, are maybe you're dealing with. What's something that you're carrying around with you, you're burdened with? What's sitting on your back that's preventing you from picking up your cross and following Jesus fully? What's your baggage? Number three, follow Jesus. Last time on the verse, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, as a reminder, then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. So we dealt with our own way, we dropped our baggage off, but now we got to follow Jesus. A, leave our baggage behind. I know it's kind of a recap of point number two, but leave our baggage behind. It, the, the marching order to this whole concept is Jesus is in front and we're following after him and our baggage is behind us. That's, that's the marching order. That's what's happening. Our, our baggage is, is our sin. It's the things that are holding us back. It's the things that are weighing us down. It's things that are preventing us from following God fully as fast as we can follow Jesus. Right, it's the stuff that's slowing us. It's the stuff that's preventing the fullness of our discipleship. It's all of it. We need to leave it behind us. Right, and then, and then B, in following Jesus, we need to move forward. Do you know the, the main reason why people are, are stuck in repetitive sin and bondage and, and why they're always thinking, oh, I'm still going to fall into it, I'm going to fall into it, I'm going to fall into it. it. It's not because they're not freed by the blood of Jesus. It's because they've taken their baggage off and put it behind them, but they haven't moved forward with Jesus. They're more focused on the baggage that's behind them than moving forward with Jesus. The last step is follow Jesus. He wants to move forward but he's waiting on you to pivot away from your sin that's been dropped off from the blood of Jesus, pivot to him and follow him. Do you know that the, the secret to it all is just saying, God, I want to follow you. You lead, I'll follow. You speak, I'll listen. I want to be here with you. I want to be all of it. If you work on your relationship with Jesus, you'll start moving forward. If you're stuck in some endless cycle, this is, this is the secret. This is how you, you move forward. Is when Jesus says, move forward, is go through this and work on this, you start doing it. It's linking arms with other believers. It's, it's digging deeper in your Bible study of what God is speaking to you about. Right? It's, it's going into book studies with other friends. It's joining small groups. It's, it's knowing what your actual giftings are, your skills, your purpose, and doing them, right? Training in those and doing them. That, that's the secret, right? You can pivot away from the stuff that you've taken off, but you need to follow. You have to have movement in your life to leave it behind. Because if you're not moving, it's always right next to you. Don't be stuck in life. Move forward. And then see, don't stop. I love the image. I was placing myself in, in the scripture and I was picturing, right, 
my ways, I have to get rid of them. My baggage, I have to put it down. The cross I have to pick up, and then I have to start walking. And I was picturing myself carrying a cross, and I was walking behind Jesus, and I, I looked to the side. I saw the sidelines, and I saw the enemy standing there, and he had little pebbles, and he just kept throwing them at me, throwing them, throwing them, and all these little rocks. He's trying to derail me and cause me to stop moving forward. See, the, the, the rocks, those are the questions of doubt in your faith. The rocks are, are being offended at someone else, right? Someone else hurts you and, and you just want to stop moving forward. It's like, you know what? I'm offended. Um, I don't want to do this anymore. And I want to step down. I want to go here. I want to do this. And, and we become like never planted, right? A tree can't grow if it's not planted. Just like a Christian can't grow if they're not planted. You need to stand firm of where Jesus is calling you and don't stop that position, right? You have to be planted behind Jesus moving forward. Don't allow the enemy to throw rocks and distract you from moving forward. The rocks also represent insecurity. The rocks are the questions that we are left with. It's all the different things, right? If you've taken off your baggage, you've taken the sin out of your life, and you say, God, the blood of Jesus has washed over me, and I'm going to move forward. I'm not going to focus in on this and, and all this stuff, but I'm going to focus on you and my position behind you, following you, and move forward, right? We, we can't get stuck. We can't stop. We can't allow hurdles in our life to prevent us from moving forward. I want to challenge you, if, if you've made the choice to take off the baggage, carry a cross, follow Jesus, be a disciple, and you're a lifelong Christian, and you're moving forward, don't allow yourself to allow the enemy to throw pebbles at you and throw rocks and, and to derail you from moving. Don't allow the spirit of offense to knock you off your course. Don't allow your insecurities. Just don't. You, you are so awesome. You're so amazing. And God is thrilled you're with him on this journey. Let's pray. Lord, I just pray for all of us today, all of us listening in, all of us watching, everyone this message impacts. I pray that we would really understand that it's not about our ways, it's about your ways. It's about us following after you. It's about us not being derailed, but continuing to move. Lord, build us up by putting believers around us. Let us start making those phone calls that we need to make. Maybe the forgiving ones where you just say, you know what, I was holding on to this, I forgive you. God, whatever it is, whatever needs to happen, let it happen. Because we want to move forward with you. In your mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this message, check out others, as well as how to give, what else is going on at Lighthouse 805, and just opportunities to find more hope, visit our website at www.lighthouse805.com. See you next time.